The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TF Today. And now, on with the show. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tupper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating a very happy 283rd birthday. Happy birthday to John Adams. Oh, hey, okay. John Adams, right. the OG. The OG. Not John Q. Adams. Not, not Quincy. Not Quincy. Not. Who was six? Uh, yes, number six. He, he was six. Yes. J.A. was two, but yes. he was VP1. Yes. Mm-hmm. He was VP1. Yes. He was a big deal. He was a big deal. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jacob John says we need to listen to the Rewatchables podcast from the Ringer to get an idea of how to break things down. Well, Jacob, I have not missed a single one. Yeah, of those. yeah, yeah. No, I have for sure. To every single but one. we so also don't worry. like we also just hands. don't want to ape another podcast. We want no. To this needs to be football specific, and I think we uh, we have the tools. We have yeah. the we have the uh, technology. We do. And sitting to my right, the crippling depression in my Cleveland, Ohio, our West African <laughs> prince. It is Ishmael Johnson. Hello, Ishmael. Thank you. Hello. Thank you. Have you have you gone back and watched the uh, the um, hastily made Cleveland tourism video lately? No. Have We're you not ever seen it? I don't think I've seen it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. That oh, just okay. shows our age and how young he is. This train is carrying jobs out of Cleveland. Um, <laughs> We're not Detroit. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, we'll do that after this. <laughs> Today is Tuesday, October 30th, 2018. 23 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 651. 651, please update your calendar. 651, Dan Peltier's uh, OPS in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. 72 games from 92 to 93. He had one career homer. as a two-run shot off of Bob Wickman on June 5th, 1993. He was swinging 3-0 and in that catch. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also the last victim of Burt Blylevin, the last of his 3,701 strikes. Outs came uh, Dan Peltier in his Rangers career. So there you go. On today's show, guys, we're going to announce the iCoach Inspirational Coaches of the Week and the Dairy Max Assistant Coach of the Week nominees. And then back half of the show, we've got a special guest going down to the Rio Grande Valley. Talk with the head coach of the Mission Eagles. Got a huge win, arguably a season saving win uh, on Friday night when they beat, uh, who they beat? McAllen Rowe. Um, we'll talk to mission coach Coy Detmer coming up here at the back half of the show. First and foremost, let's get five minutes with Max. What? Whoa. Max. Yeah. You were gone last week. That's true. Part of that was a super fun trip to Boston. Yep. The other part of that was a super fun trip to a place that has never been mistaken for Boston. No. You went to Big Bend. I did. It was your first. It was not your first time out there but it was your first trip out there extended voyage if we will um i'm very interested in your review big bend would recommend go on (laughs) drinking coffee (laughs) (laughs) um right it's uh it's one of it's one of texas's greatest hidden gems right because you uh even if you've heard about it you sort of like have an idea of like oh there are some rocks and desert out there that are pretty and Mm -hmm. people like them uh, but you can't really appreciate the vastness of it. I would say 
my number one take. I'm a desert person. We've got to start there. I love the desert. I'm obsessed with the desert. I love Joshua Tree, Mojave. I've been to all those places. This is up there. I don't think any place feels as remote as mm-hmm. Terlingua does and Big Bend National Park does do. Um, it's pretty amazing. Rode a horse. Not bad. How about it? Rode a horse. Not bad. Uh, had never ridden a horse. You had never ridden a horse before you had down there, right? Very, I mean, like like once at Maybe Boy Scout once. Camp. Boy Scout Camp, you yeah. Know. Never ridden a horse. Got a horseback guide. My wife has ridden horses her whole life, so she was very excited. This was her anniversary present, five-year anniversary trip. Riding the ho- Getting me on a horse was her greatest gift I think I've ever given her. <laughs> uh, not bad. I got the horse that was like knew what to do, was completely unbothered by me. Uh, they basically said, like, of all the horses they have, they basically, like, when he was old enough, at, like, three years old, they took him out and, like, started to train him, and he just did everything that he was supposed to do already. And they're like, well, that was easy mm-hmm. because it usually takes a lot more work than that. Uh, his name was Shrek. Mm. He had a – I think it's mostly because he's just lo- – he's not a giant horse, but he looked very muscular. Mm. That's neither here nor there. Got it. Uh, went to Marfa. Got a lot of hot takes about Marfa, but I'm not going to burn Marfa to the ground on this show, so that's fine. Marfa was lovely. Our hotel was nice. We did the star party at the Fort Davis Observatory in Alpine, which I highly recommend. Just be prepared to deal with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But got to see Saturn through a telescope. Mm-hmm. And you're like sitting there like, that's Saturn. Right now, I'm looking at Saturn. That's, that's the planet. <laughs> that's Saturn right now. That's where the On this date and time, live. I can see it right there. Mm-hmm. Got to see the rings, everything. Got to see Mars, the uh, Andromeda Galaxy. Mm. A lot of fun stuff. Good the, trip. Would recommend. Uh, and and I will I will just I'll make you say something you said yesterday. Uh, which was, no, 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 okay. no, 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 yeah. no, 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 yeah. not that, not okay. that, not what. Okay, you think all right. Um, the underrated part of that play of of that trip is the drive from Alpine to Terlingua. Yes. Um, yes. That it is it is a lot farther than you think. It's a full eighty to ninety minute drive, and, and that's going. You're going eighty miles an hour. Eighty the whole miles time. an hour. Yeah, you're hauling. Um, but just you get out there, and that's when you start to realize, oh wow, there's just a lot of nothing out here. Yep. Just, just you just keep going, don't you? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I like I said, if you are one of those people who really gets a lot from feeling like you got away mm-hmm. from society and civilization, mm-hmm. I can't recommend it enough because we were gone for four days, and it felt like we were gone for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. I came back one, even with the drive through Midland and everything, came back feeling 100%, felt like we really got away. And I will throw this out there because I'm just too nice to you. You don't have to do that. No, 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 it's fine. I'm going to say this because the the commenters on the show give you a hard enough time. I will say this in Greg Tepper's defense, and this is on the permanent record, as long as the show doesn't crash, which it Mm -hmm. probably will now, right? Mm Mm-hmm. If Greg Tepper gives you a Internet life show, Jesus, I know, right? The show down. If if Greg Tepper gives you a life pro tip, a thing that he highly recommends, in my experience, flawless. It absolutely lives up to the hype. Sometimes he undersells it, even though he's selling it very hard. But going down to Big Ben, riding the horse, hanging out in the park. Uh, have to recommend driving through the park, going through Lahitas uh, along the state park. Some of the best views you'll ever get one of the most scenic drives in america that river road is incredible it's it i just cannot from the minute you leave alpine all the way through the park and then if you go west out of terlingua through lajitas and you'll get to see the goat mare of lajitas their mare is a goat hmm. and he's living on the edge of town and he's got a nice little cage with a couch uh he's got a couch yeah apparently I've he's the, he's he's ago. not the original goat mare the original goat mare was like 
there was roaming a, around town and drinking beer. There was a goat coup. Yeah, and then like they just kept it going, <laughs> and so now they've just got like a uh, like an enclosure out front of town where the goat mayor hangs out. Huh. Anyway, oh, that's the goat coup. They they that's the goat up. coup. Yeah. They locked him up. They're yeah. like this guy's running yeah. amok. Yeah, it's it's hard out here for goat politicians. Yeah. Um, um, well, I am I for one am very glad that because um, I I. I will tell anybody who listens that that's the best place in the world is out there in Big Ben. It's country. pretty great. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm glad it lived up. Yeah. And Matt McSpadden brings up a good point, and and uh, this actually just sort of further cements everything. That drive from Balmeray to Fort Davis and then through Alpine, unbelievable, unbelievable, unbelievable drive. And somehow, as pretty as that is, it's blown away by the vastness and heights that build up from the drive to Alpine to about Big Ben, and that's I mean. That whole the whole trip, the driving once you got pa- south of Balmeray is just unbelievable. Yeah, I, you better like driving. <laughs> yeah, you need to like driving, but I, it's, it doesn't bother me at all. And I had a great time, and my wife, you know, and I just sit there and talk in the car and listen to podcasts. But it's the views are just unbelievable. If you need to get away and catch your breath, whew, can't well, recommend it enough. And see, nobody can complain in the comments about us not talking about football because we're talking about Texas. Technically true. No one's complained yet, but uh, we're Texas football today. Yeah. It can be either of those. Yeah, we'll see. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course see us at TexasFootball.com. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, in partnership with iCoach, is proud to honor one head football coach in each classification with the Inspirational Coach of the Week Award. Each coach recognized with a special honor typifies discipline, character, and integrity while passing those values along to their athletes to help them be successful, both on and off the field. The Week 9 iCoach Inspirational Coaches of the Week. In 6A, Brian Basil from Flower Mound. The Jaguars put themselves in position to win District 6-6A with a 59-21 thrashing of arch-rival Flower Mound Marcus in the annual Mound Showdown, rolling up 675 yards total offense and the most lopsided result in the series' 19-year history. In 5A, Travis Bush from Seguin. The Matadors got a signature win in front of a raucous home crowd on Friday night. Stunning Dripping Springs 42-39 to put themselves in position to clinch their first district title in a dozen years. In 4A, Aaron Dunham from Dumas. In, the fir- in his first year at the helm of the Demons, Dunham guided his squad past previously unbeaten Canyon with a thrilling 35-28 victory taking charge of the District 3-4A Division I race. In 3A, Daryl Daly from Abernathy. Facing unbeaten and state-ranked Colorado City, the Antelopes were not faced, soaring past the Wolves with an emphatic 40-0 win at home. In 2A, Chad Leckler from Snook. Coach Leckler's squad won over any skeptics with an outstanding offensive effort and a 50-30 win over a solid Flatonia squad, improving to 7-1 on the year and 2-0 in district play. And in 1A, Andy Rivera from McDade, playing in their first varsity uh, far, first season as a UIL program, the Bulldogs took down Buckholtz 66-65 to pull within one win of a historic playoff berth. So those are your Week 9 I coach inspirational coaches of the week. In 6A, Brian Basil from Flower Mound. In 5A, Travis Bush from Seguin. In 4A, Aaron Dunham from Dumas. In 3A, Daryl Daly from Abernathy. In 2A, Chad Leckler from Snook. And in 1A, Andy Rivera. Congratulations from McDade. Congratulations to all the coaches. And thank you for all you do for your players, schools, and communities. Derry Max and Dave Campbell's Texas Football are proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their team. Each coach 
each week, rather, the Texas football staff will nominate four deserving assistant coaches across the state for the Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week, decided via Twitter poll. It all leads up to the Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Year, decided at season's end. The Week 9 nominees for the Built by, or Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week. I'm sorry, they changed the talking point. Yes, yes. it's okay. Wheeler defensive coordinator Sonny Calhoun, the Mustangs, held Memphis to just 105 total yards and five first downs in a dominating 33-0 victory, their third shutout of the season. Bryan defensive coordinator Brett Page, the Vikings defense hit its stride, shutting down Cy Springs for a 36-0 victory for Bryan's first shutout since 2015. Roma defensive coordinator Gerardo Canales. The Gladiators' defense stood tall in a hard-fought matchup with district rival Ed Couch-Elsa, holding down the Yellow Jackets en route to a 7-3 victory. And Alvarado offensive coordinator Scott Svensson. Fueled by Andrew Barajas's four touchdowns, the Indians rang up 529 yards of total offense, including 429 on the ground, in a 71-26 win over Dallas Hillcrest. So those are your Week 9 Built by Chocolate Milk Assistant Coach of the Week nominees. Wheeler Defensive Coordinator Sonny Calhoun. Brian Defensive Coordinator Brett Page. Roma Defensive Coordinator Gerardo Canales. And Alvarado Offensive Coordinator Scott Svensson. Vote now at twitter.com slash DCTF. Tell your friends to get out and vote. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hey, you. I want to invite you to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. That is our subscription package at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. You get two magazines, the 2018 Recruiting Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. We're working on that right now. It'll come out right after Thanksgiving. Uh, we'll mail it directly to you. Profiling more than 400 prospects around the state from the class of 2019 to the class of 2022. You get that. You also get pre-ordered for the 2019 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. The Bible of Texas Football, the 400-page magazine previewing every team in the state. The one you know us for, uh, you get that magazine sent directly to you. Uh, subscribers got it a week early last year. You also get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, including computer rankings of every Texas high school football team. That's up right now at TexasFootball.com. Computer projections of every Texas high school football game. That's going up tomorrow on TexasFootball.com. A season's worth of Tep and Step, our high school football premium insider podcast from Matt Step and I, where we nerd out about high school football. We're recording that today. It'll be up tonight. Uh, You also get Matt Step's playoff projections up right now at TexasFootball.com. He projects every 11-man bracket. So see what your team's path is looking like at TexasFootball.com. You get recruiting analysis from our friends at Next Level Athlete and Greg Powers. All that good stuff. A year's worth of exclusive online content, two magazines, all that, 1995. For an entire year, 1995. Two magazines, a year's worth of exclusive online content, 1995 for an entire year. Makes a great gift as well. TexasFootball.com to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Max, let's go to the Dairy Max Built by Chocolate Milk Hotline and bring in the head coach of the Mission Eagles down there in beautiful Rio Grande Valley. We're pleased to be joined by Coach Coy Detmer. Coach, how are you? I'm doing good. How's everything going? Oh, things are great up here. How are things in beautiful Mission, Texas? 
Hey, going good, going good down here. Weather's nice and warm, so we're all right. Well, I I want to ask you specifically, you know, first and foremost about your big win, uh, you know, last week, last Friday night. You guys go on the road to McAllen Row uh, and get a thirty-eight to seven win uh, to most importantly improve to three and two in district. Um, I mean, from your perspective, how how huge was that win for you guys uh, chasing a playoff spot? Uh, it was a, a big win for us. You know, we're we're kind of in one of those districts. It's very competitive, and every win is a big one. And, uh, you know, we were coming off of a tough loss that we had to PSJ North, who's a quality team, good team. And uh, so this past week was really good to get back on the, the winning ways and, uh, and you know, improving our district record, it gives us a chance to get into the playoffs. Yeah, certainly. You know, you guys are, are now right in the hunt, uh, one of three teams at 3-2 and two in that district, um, in District 35, uh, 36A. Um, I'm, I, was there, did you, did you uh, kind of put into your, uh, your team a, a sense of urgency about that game, or, or did you try to keep things uh, pretty steady as she goes? Yeah, no, we uh, I mean, we try to keep things steady as much as possible in a, a one week at a time and all those kind of things. But it is that point in the season where, you know, we uh, we talked about a sense of urgency and, and our focus and things like that. And uh, the kids responded really well. And, they, you know, they've had a really good year. We've, we've had a good year uh, this year. And uh, like I said, we just wanted to make sure that, hey, keep their focus, stay on track and, and go through the process. And, uh you know, I was uh, proud of the way the guys did. We had a good week and then finished it off with a good win. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm, I'm always interested in hearing what coaches think about that because on one hand, you, you, you want to keep that consistency and you want to make sure that, that each week is as similar to the last week as possible. But at the same time, you know, your kids are, you know, they have access to the standings. They know, they know what's <laughs> up. So, so how honest are you with your, you know, with your team about your, your playoff chances and how important each game is? Yeah, no, we, uh, they know. And, uh, and like I said, you know, our, our district, and it's been this way for, you know, for a while that this district is, it's very competitive and always comes down to the last three games. And that's something that we talk about early in this season is that we know a, our most meaningful games and it's going to come down to it. And our last three games is what we prepare for, you know, and, uh, to make sure that we're right down the stretch. And, uh, you know, we we're able to get this one. We got two more tough ones coming up, and uh, hopefully, we can go get things done there. But uh, you know, we're we're in that one week at a time mentality, and uh, so you know, the kids have responded well to that. We're talking with Coy Depper, the head coach of the Mission Eagles here on Texas Football Today. Get involved with the conversation. Hashtag TF Today, uh, <clears throat> Coach. Um, w- one of the more remarkable things about your squad is that you guys, you know, first there's not a whole lot of six A programs that are rolling with a freshman quarterback. Uh, but you guys are. Jeremy Duran uh, is, is, is stepping up for you guys and, and, and had a terrific game last week against Rowe, 10 of 14, uh, you know, 186 yards and a touchdown, and most importantly, zero interceptions. Um, you know, you're a, from, you're, you're a quarterback guy. You're, you're a former mm-hmm. quarterback yourself. Um, you know, f- from your perspective, what are you seeing from your, from your freshman signal caller? No, he's doing really good. And, and uh, you know, we were fortunate to have a few very good quarterbacks on our uh, roster this year. And uh, our starter had been knocking it out and was playing really well. And, unfortunately, he uh, was knocked out with a collarbone injury. And uh, Jeremy has stepped in. And, you know, we've not missed a beat. You know, and he's, for a freshman coming in and doing that, like you're saying, it's rare. But what he's a – he's – processes a game very well 
and uh, he's an accurate passer, a very good decision maker. Uh, he sees the field really well. So, you know, his decision making and in our system, in our offense, he's executing. And uh, and so he's doing a great job of that. And uh, and obviously the guys around us, uh, around him, you know, they're making plays and doing those things. And everybody else has kind of picked up their game, you know, which uh, has to happen when those, you know, you start getting injuries. Yeah. And, and one of the guys who I know that you were really excited about coming into the year and, and boy, it sure seems like he's living up to the hype uh, is your, your kind of your outstanding wide receiver, Sebastian Gonzalez, uh, your leading receiver, uh, five touchdowns on the year, 28 catchers, 448 yards. Uh, for, for those who may not have been able to see this, this young man play, uh, what can you tell us that, that, that sets him apart? Uh, he's explosive, man. He's got good speed. He's a super shifty kid, great kid great work ethic and uh you know he'll make plays down the field he catches the ball underneath makes people miss and so he's a lot of fun to watch you know when he gets the the ball in his hands anything can happen and uh and he's also one of our big return guys and things like that and he's an outstanding uh offensive weapon for us and he has he stepped up and and been that guy for us and uh, you know, he's been great. Uh, we're talking with Coy Detmer of Mission Eagles here. Coach, um, the, the other side of the ball, you guys have seen uh, a lot of improvement. Uh, you know, last year, four and six, uh, giving up about 28 points per game. Sure seems like your defense has taken a big step forward. What's the difference defensively this year, maybe as opposed to last year? Yeah, I think uh, our defense is playing awesome this year. They've been great. And uh, one of the things, obviously, another year in the system, but a big deal is, you know, we've been playing a lot of young guys. And so there's some maturity there, some good players that now they're juniors or seniors. And when they were playing, you know, young in the past, and then we put a lot of uh, speed on our defense. And so there's a couple of guys that we moved around. And uh, so our team speed defensively is uh, much different than it was the past couple of years. And so that's been a big deal for us this year. You're in your third year down there at, at Mission. Um, you guys have improved every year, you know, from three wins in your first year, four wins last year, six and counting right now this year. How have you seen this program, uh, you know, which does have a lot of tradition, but how have you seen this program change even in your short time there? Well, I'll tell you, the kids have, have been really good, and they've bought into the things that we're teaching, you know, from the offense, I mean, off-season standpoint with the weights and the training and the development phase uh, to all the mental aspects, which involves your uh, schemes offensively and defensively. And so the kids have really grabbed onto that. And uh, and really, it's it's coming from them and, and their dedication. We're, we're giving them the information, but the way that they're responding and the way they work at it, you know, we've seen big strides each year in these guys. And, uh, and so that's been a big deal is just the, the kids have really bought into the, the process and things that we're, uh, we're throwing at them, and so it's that's been a big deal for us. You guys are coming off a big win over McAllen Row last week, but uh, no rest for you guys. You guys are going <laughs> and taking on the uh, you know the, the the district front runner right now in PSJA. Uh, you know, going on the road to take a uh, to take on that squad. Um, I'm not going to ask you to give away your game plan or anything, but uh, <laughs> but but when you look across the field at what you guys are up against uh, this week, what do you what are you seeing? No, they're a really good team. Of course, uh, they do a great job throwing the ball. Uh, Lupe Rodriguez does, does a great job over there with their group, and uh, they throw the ball all over the place. They got uh, some good little crew of receivers, a great quarterback, uh, probably one of the top quarterbacks. He's a senior 
in the area down here. And uh, so they do a great job offensively. They score points, you know, uh, defensively. Uh, they're good. I mean, they got a really good front, good secondary. I mean, they're just a good football team. There's a, there's a reason why they're undefeated in district right now and having a great season is, is they're a good all around football team. And so we got our work cut out for us, definitely both sides of the ball. And uh, so, you know, we've got to be, you can't make mistakes. You know, we got to limit the mistakes and, uh, you know, try to go get after it and, um, execute a game plan <laughs> you guys are right in the hunt for a for a playoff spot there in district 36a um it's been you know it's been since 2012 since mission has made the playoffs um you know a five-year drought for a, for a program that obviously has a ton of history do you get the sense uh that your uh your 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 kids can um you know grasp the uh, the enormity of it and, and grasp the idea that that we could go in and break this uh get off the schneid here for the for the eagles program you know, I don't think right now they're thinking in, in those terms. Mm-hmm. I think they're hungry, mm-hmm. and, and they've put a lot of hard work into it over these past couple of years, and uh, and they're they're ready. I mean, they're they're hungry for it. And so I don't think they're thinking in terms of how long it's been or, or those kind of things. It's just they've been on the grind, and so they're in it and focused that way, and they want to see that come to fruition. And, uh, and so I think really that's where their mindset is now, now – if we're able to go out there and hopefully we're able to go out and make that happen and get into the playoffs, you know, looking back at the end of the year and when the season's over, you know, I think they'll have something to look at there. That's, uh, you know, very rewarding, but right now, uh, you know, they're just in it, you know, to go get it done. Uh, and, and finally, we're uh, finally one more question for Coy Detmer, head coach at, at, at mission uh, coach. I'm, I'm looking at a box score here from, uh, from uh, A&M Kingsville, uh, they get a they get a thirty seven thirty four win over Western New Mexico, and uh, boy, their quarterback shirt sure seemed like he had a nice game twenty of thirty four, two hundred forty nine yards, and three touchdowns for Coy Detmer Jr. Uh, interested in in you know he's he's had a bit of a a, a a roundabout career. He walked on at BYU, transferred there to A&M Kingsville, now uh, leading that Havelina's offense. Uh, uh, you know, I'm I'm real interested in, in your thoughts on what uh, what what Junior's doing right now. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really proud of him. He, you know, he's done a good job, and he's a good football player and all that. And so he was at BYU, and uh, you know, wanted to take a shot there at uh, at Division One and all that, and uh, didn't look like it was working out. And so had a great opportunity to come down to Kingsville and uh, with Coach Wilkinson, and uh, and he's he's really having a lot of fun there. Uh, he's played well. He's he's done a lot of good things. They've struggled a little bit. Uh, they've had a lot of injuries and mm-hmm. things like that. But he's ha- he's having a blast playing ball, and uh, he's having fun with it. I'm I'm excited to see him get a chance to play. You know, I, I, obviously, you know, I'm his dad and things like that. And you know, I felt like he was a good player in high school and had ability to go play somewhere in college at some level. And so I'm excited that he's gotten an opportunity to get a chance to play and and see him do that. It's great to see him get an opportunity, and uh, the Mission Eagles have an opportunity to to go on the road and get a big win this week if they can go on the road and take down PSJA with their coach, Coy Detmer. Coach, appreciate your time. Congratulations again on the big win last week, and uh, best of luck this weekend down the road. Okay, thanks a lot for having me. There he goes, Coy Detmer, the head coach, the Mission Eagles. Former Eagle himself. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. I always get homecoming. Yeah, but yeah, he's um and and he's uh, you know that's that's obviously a, a quarterback family. Mm-hmm. And I remember when you know because he coached. I think he was the OC for his dad at Somerset. Mm-hmm. Um, 
before he went down the mission. And, um, and, and yeah, he was coaching. That's where Coy, Coy Jr. was the quarterback at right. Somerset. And, um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's very cool to see him get that chance at, at, at Kingsville. Um, they have been real nicked up, but a, but a good win last week over, over um, Western New Mexico. And, yeah, you look at that District 36A race. It's PSJA at 5-0. and It's PSJA North at 4-1. and and then it is a it's four teams fighting for two spots in Mission La Jolla McAllen Memorial and Rowe. Um, it's going to be a dogfight down to the end. And by the way, uh, so they get the, obviously they, they get the, the district front runner this week in in, in PSJA. Uh, next week it's it's La Jolla. And if things shake out the way that that kind of it looks like they might, I mean obviously if they go on the road and they beat PSJA, things will get significantly better for them. <laughs> But th- we could be we could be facing like a win and in type situation there in District 36A with four teams fighting for those two spots. So exciting times down there in Mission. It's been a while since they've been in the hunt like this. Uh, I know there's a lot of excitement down there, so we appreciate Coach Coy Detmer hopping on with us. And now we go to Max Thompson for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Oh boy, uh, Ruben Rios says he's standing in line uh, waiting to vote. Go out and vote, folks. Yes, uh, vote. He's standing in line waiting to vote, and he said he doesn't really like either of the mayor candidates in League City, and wondered if it would be a good idea to write my name in. No, no. There's one person whose name you should write in. Okay, Ishmael Johnson. Oh. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Ishmael Johnson for everything. It's I S H M A E L. Yeah, and Johnson yeah. Like Johnson. Yeah, I, I will agree. move if I win. Yeah, he will go. move. There we go. Yeah. There you go. See? Wait, no, don't. Don't vote for him. We don't want that. Wait, <laughs> he no. He can do the show remotely. I could. Well, if he can do the show remotely, then why do, am I not having an Al- uh, office in Alpine? Why'd I move up here? Yeah, you're right. I don't, Come on. I don't have any answer to that. Actually, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Elect, elect Ishmael as mayor of Alpine. There we go. So that then we can go out there. Okay, yeah. Okay. Listen, Sol Ross tickets. I mean, this is a, there are a lot of positives to this. Yeah. Now you're thinking. Attention weird. Alpine, Texas. Ishmael Johnson. <laughs> he doesn't live there, and he's never been, but he's for you. Ah, fair he enough. Could be. Yeah, he could be. Why not, right? Look at him. Look how trustworthy he is. He wears glasses. He, wears, he does wear glasses. Looks like a smart guy. Looks like a smart guy. He is a smart guy. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, Jacob John, everyone seems to be in agreement that this show just needs to be about Texas in general. That there just needs to be more Texas talk. I like uh, that. Well, th- that's especially off season. I'm I'm definitely down for that. Yeah. Uh, Rob Hadaway says uh, I, Max can be the new Bob Phillips of Texas Country Reporter. I can't, but that's only be- that's only because my wife loves that guy and oh, all of his stories. Dude, I love Texas Country Reporter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, they did one on the. There's one. There's a great one because, and it's not just because I love Marathon, Texas, but yeah. they did one in the Gage Hotel out there, and it's great. That is cool. Um, he's, J- Jacob John says it could be about your favorite small towns, best state parks, favorite college oh, views, etc. There's so much good uh, off-season fodder. This is, we need to start writing these things down. This is getting yeah, out of control. Probably should. Miziel says there's a nice thing that Max said about Greg. Merry Christmas, Greg. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, yeah. that's the one. That's fair that's, enough. That's, fair enough. that's the yeah, one. That might be the one thing. Uh, lots of questions. Uh, Tanner Solis asks... Big Franklin fan. If Franklin can make it six shutouts in a row, ask on Friday. Maybe we'll have an answer for you, buddy. That's right. Five shutouts in a row for Franklin. Uh, Victor Lira says, how about that Hannah domination of San Benito? Look, you don't have to tell Greg that. Greg is fully on board the Han- Hannah train this year. That's they've been a year adopted team ever since what the uh, ever since they beat Tascosa, man. And Tascosa just had a huge win. Yes, man. I mean that's a win that's really yeah, aged it's well aging too. Aging quite well. Yeah. Um, yeah, Eddie Jackson says we need to do the uh, movie thing and have have us all watching it together. Mystery Science Theater three thousand style. Look, I would love. There's nothing I would love more 
then to reinvent my career as a host of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Dibs, on, dibs on Crow. Right. Dibs on but that's Crow. someone else's bit, so I gotta, we got to invent our own. We have to own. find our own thing. Uh, we're, we're okay being inspired by people, yeah. but we've got to do our own thing. Anyway. That's uh, why this show is so dumb, yeah. because it's all right. us. <laughs> Everyone, uh, everyone is this fully. Is as as we can get. Yeah, but everyone is fully on board with the off-season plan. More movies, more shows, more Texas talk. Cool. Which is the worst possible thing you could tell Greg because now he's. But here's, but here's the great news, guys. You don't have to worry about that for another two months because we, we got two more f- solid months of football. Yeah, which is very, very good. Enjoy but then starting last. in starting like February, yeah, we can start dusting those things yeah. off, especially in a non-realignment year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll have to plan stuff. Anyway, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Max Thompson and Ishmael Johnson, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.